0: Hello and welcome to episode 324 of the Extra Features Movie Review Podcast. Uh, Just as a warning, we will be spoiling movies that we talk about today. Uh, I am Doug Hayner from America and with me is the Canadian founder of the Extra Features Podcast, Simon Watson.
1: I am here and not celebrating Thanksgiving tomorrow, but we'll be watching football when I get home from work. Nice. I have a question. And there are, a, yes. Being Canadian, Americans have remember we have Thanksgiving in October, which is fine. I don't really expect you guys to remember. I things. remember. I know. Thank you. like, had you. Thanksgiving like you. My thing is, do Americans even know Canadians celebrate Thanksgiving, or think we celebrate at the same time you do?
0: I think the majority of Americans probably think you celebrate at the same time we do, uh, just because. In general, I feel Americans don't really care about people outside of the borders of Which the United States. Which
1: is fine. States. I'm okay with that. So my question is, we're going to ask both your children mm-hmm. this question for next episode, because I probably will remember. Okay. Ask them when Canadians celebrate Thanksgiving without the way you look up. Ask them when. Okay. I wonder if they know anything about Canada. And do they know anything about the War of 1812?
0: I think they know it took place in 1812. That's about it. They don't know Canadians. (laughs) Uh,
1: Actually, they keep saying the Canadians burnt down the White House. We never did. The British burnt down the White House.
0: Yes, that is true.
1: But they keep saying Canadians, so that's our one claim to fame.
0: (laughs) So how have you been, buddy? What have you been up to? Uh, Pretty, not much. A lot of work. It's just a busy time of year, and I I think you can relate to that.
1: Yeah, my problem is because of my job relation, uh, we have a local newspaper that went out of business. Okay. All those flyers that the local newspaper would normally get, I'm getting now.
0: So oh wow. Okay. My flyers
1: have increased by 200%. Oh wow. Okay. So I'm constantly at work for an extra hour every day, except for today, because I only did one set putting flyers together and I have to deliver them. So I'm finding my body is just tired and I'm still going to the gym five days a week. I'm working two, three jobs now. You know what it's like? I'm just busy. So nice to be here with you. The Thanksgiving Eve. I'm very excited for you. I hope yes. your family's gonna have a nice turkey dinner or turkey yes. afternoon. Uh, I don't know when you guys do it.
0: I just put, put my turkey in a brine right now. So it's brining overnight and nice. uh I will roast it tomorrow.
1: And is there that's my last question, people, I promise. I love the preamble, Doug knows this. <laughs> um Two things. Do you have a special beer you drink at Thanksgiving or you every year or a drink or just whatever you feel like that day?
0: Just whatever we have. Normally I'm down south visiting my family. Right. Uh this year this year we're not doing that. So uh,
1: Which is shocking. So we're actually. home.
0: It is. Uh we actually we had some change of plans but uh but so this year I won't see my family but we'll go down and see them in the summer next year. Yeah, because
1: your family's like a fifteen hour drive or something insane.
0: Yeah, it should be like an eight hour drive, but with Thanksgiving traffic, it's usually twelve or more.
1: Wait, same problem in Canada.
0: Exactly the same problem.
1: Normally it really? was an hour and a half drive, took me four hours. Wow. Okay. Just everybody does Thanksgiving. That's probably, I always consider Thanksgiving the big day, I call it. I mean, not everybody (laughs) celebrates Christmas, not everybody celebrates Easter, but everybody's in for Thanksgiving.
0: Well, yeah, it's the one holiday aside from Halloween that's all about eating. Perfect.
1: (laughs) So, Doug, uh, hopefully these films are better than the list than the films I've been watching lately. I've had a streak of just crap crap I've watched, and I mean.
0: Crap, 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 crap.
1: Like, top 10 worst list material <laughs> stuff is how pissed off I am at the box office lately.
0: I, I will say there are some movies on this list that I rate very highly. Okay. There are a few on this list that I do not.
1: I rate. don't want will be on the list for sure, but that's my fault because I haven't completed it, so and I have to finish them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have the same complaints.
0: Fair enough. Uh, without much further ado, aside from... Strike is over. Sag Astra. Finally. So. I get
1: more crappy B movies.
0: Yes. So stuff can finally start working again.
1: Can't wait to Uh, have Tiffany Haddish in another film.
0: (laughs) And I guess we'll just jump right into it. Let's go with uh, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, directed Uh by Martin Scorsese, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Lily Gladstone, Robert De Niro, and Jesse Plemons.
1: Am I going to – I'm glad we're not sitting near each other because you're going to kill me.
0: Everybody's entitled to their
1: opinions. I know you're going to tell me this is a masterpiece, but I'm going to tell you right now, the first hour of this put me to sleep. That's fine. I'm like, oh, my God. Can we get through this first? I understand they're setting things up. Mm -hmm. They're explaining everything. I'm like, I got it. Half an hour. Can we stop? Please stop doing this to me. I did enjoy the second two hours. I thought it was a much improvement. The last hour I loved. When the FBI showed up, I found the film finally picked up some pace. I did enjoy the visit to the president. I thought that was quite neat. I like how things were solved. You know? I did love the Diario DiCaprio scenes. I thought were phenomenal. I thought they were great. I thought Lily Gladstone, everybody's raving about her. I think she's solid. I can't say I thought she was the greatest thing on the planet like everybody else does. Is she going to get an Oscar award? More than likely, yes. I think De Niro will get a Best Supporting Actor for this. Leo, I'm not sure if he's going to get much. I don't think he has a lot to do.
0: He played against type, though. He he played so against type in this movie. But
1: I don't think he's going to win for it.
0: No, I don't think he'll win. I I think this year it's uh, Oppenheimer. I think it's uh, 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 Killian Murphy. I think it's his year. I agree. uh, So...
1: Watching this film, I learned a lot. I mean, about American history that I never heard of, which I thought was fascinating. I'm like, God, these people are just dicks to these indigenous peoples. I'm like, wow. Like, what the hell, guys? You're buying too much meat? Why do you care? It's their money.
0: Yeah, but the white people feel they deserve it, so –
1: they don't though. That's what I mean. I guess it's I'm no, back a hundred years on this. Right. Also. I mean, I got to look at the way I'm living now, which I'm glad I'm more awake and more in touch mm-hmm. with reality than people were back then. I'm just like, wow. When I always laugh, I did some more research Found they put them here cause they, they nobody wanted this land. Yep. But I thought yeah, that was and, kind of funny.
0: And, yeah. The, the land, it was very hard to like grow any crops on that land. Uh, I, I read the book before I saw this oh, movie, so I know so a little the book? more of the history. The book was very good. Um, the movie, actually, no matter how expansive it is, it's actually a more condensed story. Uh, really? Yeah. It, in the book, it actually shows that it wasn't just this one family uh, killing the oh, Native Americans. It, I mean- it was... Just about every single white person in this town. Wow. Uh, so for the movie, they concentrated just on the one family, but.
1: Well, that would make more sense.
0: Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, the, the land was, it was like real, very rocky. You can't really grow much crops there. Uh, that's why De Niro's character had a cow, uh, a cattle ranch, because he couldn't right. grow anything. So the fact that they struck oil, that just made them like they say in the movie, per capita, the richest people in the world.
1: Good for them. I mean, do they still have money today? That's one thing that was not really covered.
0: Um, they are on harder times now because of all that conservatorship that was going on. Right. Uh, so, believe it or not, white people actually have most of the money right now and not the Native it's Americans. totally unfair. Exactly. So –
1: I want to go back to the movie. I'm not done, and I'll let you talk. I promise. Okay. I thought cinematography was wonderful, which I always expect from a Mr. Shazzy movie. Mm-hmm. I just I know what he's like now. After The Irishman, I'm like, I know what I'm getting into. I know this film's going to be long. It's going to be well-acted. There'll be parts I'm going to like, parts I don't like. I'm just going to have to suck it up, and which I did. So that's my thing. I I don't know if you're asking me if I loved it. Definitely not. Did I hate it? No. Probably right in the middle. It will not make my top 10 list. I know you're going to yell at me for that, but I'm just telling you ahead of time.
0: Go ahead, Doug. I, this will make my top 10 list. Oh, uh, I knew that. Not my no, But not my number one. I, I will I didn't say think it was. I, I, did, I did have some issues with this. Um, I, I did feel it was – it did feel its length. It did feel like it was long. Uh, but I think that's because it's really it, – it's Molly's story. So it was told like Molly would tell it. She's a very quiet person. She's very still. Uh, that's one of the things she teaches to, uh, uh, DiCaprio's Ernst, Ernest's character to just sit and be quiet and listen to the rain. So whenever she's with him, the movie slows down a bit. It, it takes its time. Uh, that's why the scenes with just DiCaprio and De Niro, they're a little more lively because Molly's not there. Uh, so she doesn't really know exactly what happened there. But like I said, I, I feel like this movie is kind of told from her perspective uh, or her storytelling technique. I thought Lily Gladstone was amazing. There we go. Uh, just her, her quiet dignity. Um and you wonder how somebody like her could fall for a guy like Ernest. I think it's pretty easy why she fell for Ernest. I don't think she had a lot of options. I think she had more up, but he makes her laugh. There, there you go. She, he was the only character who could make her laugh. And and I when you when I saw that, I was like, okay, I get it now. And... I think De Niro was fantastic. This was the best De Niro's been in decades, I think. I think he was amazing. Um, yeah, uh, I'm just looking over my notes here. I'm not ignoring you. Um, no,
1: it's fine. Let me just throw it in my house. <laughs> uh,
0: the one thing I didn't really care for, I get what Scorsese was going for at the end with when it jumps to the radio play. He's commenting on today's fascination with uh, true crime and the podcasts. Uh, he's kind of saying America's always been like that. I personally did not care for Scorsese inserting himself into the movie by reading Molly's obituary. I get what he was going for. I personally, I think it would have been a more powerful statement had he got an Osage woman to read Molly's obituary and comment on it that way. I I get that the story was, like, powerful to him, personal to him. I think it would have come been a stronger way to end the movie if they actually had a high-ranking Osage woman come in and give the Scorsese monologue at the end.
1: It would make more sense, and I think it would have Cap the movie much better. I have to agree with you on that statement, exactly. And I also think she liked Ernest. I think he was fun for her. And Ernest is so yeah. dumb. I don't think <laughs> Ernest really knew what he was doing.
0: No, but I also I loved at the end when Molly straight up asks him did you put anything in my in my drugs, in my medication? Yeah. And he refuses to answer and she just gets up and leaves him.
1: Well, she thought, knows. He should have said yes.
0: I thought I that think was,
1: she would have stayed with him.
0: She might, because at that point, he would have been away from his uncle's uh, influence. Exactly. And that was the problem.
1: I like the courtroom scene. I did enjoy that. I thought it was a little kangaroo at times. I could see that. And why does the president need $20,000 to show up and to investigate? Isn't it his job to investigate?
0: But this was way back. This was over a hundred years ago where people were thrifting right.
1: everything. And $20,000 is a lot of coin.
0: Yes. Yes, it is.
1: Like, that's like a hundred thousand nowadays.
0: At Maybe least. more.
1: I just felt bad for these people. Like, this movie really made me feel bad about white people again.
0: Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I agree with that a hundred percent. I'm like, great. Another movie
1: picking on myself. But I'm like. I keep saying to myself, well, I'm not this person, so that's good. And my friends aren't these people, so I feel better.
0: Yes. I. Mean, it shows kind of how much America has changed and kind of how much it hasn't at this point. I mean – I
1: agree with that.
0: There are still people who would think that way, unfortunately.
1: Ridiculous. Not your money. Leave it alone.
0: But uh, I, I will say on my final ca- – uh, I did give this movie five out of five. I knew it. Uh I could be I, I could see it as a four out of five though, but just because
1: So we're talking top the acting, five then.
0: It is in my top five, but not my number one movie of the year. I know
1: what your number one is.
0: Yes, you probably
1: do. But I'm not gonna say it now. I'll let you announce it. Okay. But I know what it is. Okay. I think. <laughs> I'm more interested in somebody else's number one. Okay. You know who I'm talking about. Yes. Yes, I do. We got to go over Marcel the Shell (laughs) again.
0: All right. So I guess our second movie after uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, we go to Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, directed by Emma Tammy, starring Josh Hutcherson, Matthew Lillard, and Elizabeth Leal. Yeah, she's... uh... Master Seth, even. Um, I guess it's my turn to start. It is. I, I'm not sure how a movie that's only like 90 minutes can feel longer and more <laughs> drawn out than Killers of the Flower Moon, but this one does it. Um, my son, Dylan, uh, he said he actually enjoyed this movie. He said uh, he plays the games. Uh, he was a uh, upset about some of the changes of mythology uh, that appear in the games that weren't, that wasn't in the movie. Um, But he said he enjoyed it, but it wasn't a great movie. Okay, good. I will agree with him. I'll agree with him that it wasn't great. Uh, I would say it's actually pretty bad. Uh, I know nothing about the mythology of Five Nights at Freddy's, but I knew – from the opening credits, that spoiler alert, Matthew Lillard was the killer. You don't hire an actor from uh, with that big a name in this community, in the horror film community, and not have him be an important character other than be in the first two minutes and hire uh, Josh Hutcherson. Uh, so that was not a surprise at all. Hold on. I didn't know if he was the killer, but I figured he had to come back. I, I kind of thought he would as as soon as Josh Hutcherson is looking for a killer, I was like, "Oh well, it's going to have to be Matthew Lillard since they haven't really introduced anybody." But
1: did you know the relationship between him and the other person at this time?
0: I did not know the relationship, but I could safely say that Matthew Lillard was going to be the killer.
1: Okay, I didn't care.
0: Yeah, it was PG-13 through and through.
1: There's the problem.
0: Uh, The violence was not even really that violent. It wasn't scary. I didn't think any of the jump scares worked. Uh, This movie just really didn't really work for me at all. Uh, I gave it like a 1.5 out of 5.
1: I think I'm going to be agreeing with you, but let's get into this a bit more. I like the look of the film. I like the check-e-cheese idea. I like the animatronics. I thought they were quite nice. I thought the Josh Hutchinson relationship with his sister was just strange. Yes. I'm like, okay. And him getting fired for the other job, I thought was dumb. The security guard tackle, I was like, eh, okay, no security guard would do that, but fine. (laughs) I'll let that go. But I did like the mythos. I liked, them, I liked the flashbacks and how they were trying to make it scary for kids. I thought that was good. His, I liked them mm-hmm. daydreaming and stuff like that. I thought the other cop added nothing to the movie. No. She just seemed just dull. Maybe like a love interest. I don't know if she exists in the games. I have no idea. She probably does.
0: I think Dylan said she doesn't show up until later games. Like, she's not even
1: oh, really a character different. until later Okay, so I'm watching this. I'm like, oh, as soon as he walks into because you got to remember, I didn't know this was a video game before I watched this. No idea. Okay. So I didn't see the trailer, so I have no idea who's even in it. <coughs> as usual, that's me. So I'm walking in, I'm watching, like, oh, dolls are coming out to kill him. I knew that. As soon as I saw the dolls, I'm like, they're going to kill somebody, guaranteed. Now, then when the other guys jumped in to wreck the place, I'm like, oh, dolls are going after them for sure. But then I didn't realize the whole mythos. And I got to the end, I went, "Do I really care? This is really just uninteresting." But it made eighty million dollars. I'm sitting there going, "Do kids really need horror this bad, or missing it?" Yeah, I'm like, there's no blood I, guys. Go ahead. I
0: I kind of thought this was kind of like a my first horror movie. Yes, so like it's good for tweens. It's something you could show a tween that's scary and uh yeah kind of like like i said a my first horror film
1: see i'll disagree with that cuz my tweens are watching scream and okay. they love them they well, my younger daughter got scream loves it my older daughter is afraid of everything she loves the conjuring franchise so to me teens can handle scary stuff okay yes i mean scream i'm not saying it's totally scary but it's a comedy at the same time but it is a good film mhm I mean, her watching. I don't think either of my kids would like Five Nights at Freddy. I don't know if they would. I didn't put it on for them. I watched it by myself. Mm-hmm. So my yeah. argument with this just—it's dull. There's not enough here to keep us going, even though they're making two more films. Oh, that's. Don't worry, they're going on the list. Be prepared. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> I'll make sure I'm going to watch. I mean, they may not show up, but I will watch them. Okay.
0: So are we ready to close the book on Freddie and
1: Yeah, I mean there's nothing. They didn't make pizzas. No. I was all excited to have pizzas or something, but no, no pizzas showed up.
0: I I, I will say I like Wally's Wonderland better, the Nicholas from film. a couple I, years ago.
1: Yes. So let's go box this for a second. He's here. Why is this place even opened? Like, why is anybody here? It's a closed down restaurant. He's a nightmare watchman for this makes no sense. Your guess is good This is as an good as abandoned fine. Chuck E. Cheese of Five Nights at Freddy's. It's called <laughs> Freddy's, right? Freddy's so Fazbear's. Ab- okay, it's abandoned. <laughs> is he just there to amuse the the animatronic
0: guys? I think, and I'm doing a lot of work for the movie here. I would say he's there to protect the animatronics because they're – Unique in some way, but and they don't my want argument, to places steal that. down.
1: Why isn't somebody yeah. coming to pick them up?
0: You, you make very valid points. Sorry, I'm
1: just confused on these basic <laughs> things. I'm like, I don't understand why this guy's here. I understand the part that Matthew Willard plays, I totally accept when that happens, <laughs> but I'm just like, eh, I don't care.
0: Yeah, it's not good. Uh, But would you – I'd say they don't exactly play fair with everything in this movie. No, they don't. But that leads us to our next film, Fair Play. No, Uh, you
1: watched the wrong movie. You didn't read the note I sent you. Fair Play is not in the list. I sent you a note to watch the other one.
0: I did not get that note. What did the note say?
1: The note said to watch the Emily Blunt movie.
0: Oh, I did not get that note. I watched Fair Play.
1: Well, I'm, okay. You do Fair Play. I okay. will do Pain Hustlers because that's what the note said. Scratch Fair okay. Play. I can even pull up the email if you want me to to say to watch Pain Hustlers.
0: So tell me about Fair Play I, I, and
1: I'll tell you about Pain I, Hustlers.
0: I trust you. I trust you. I fucked up. That's all right. Uh, We've Fair all been play. there.
1: It's okay. We could just do two movies.
0: <laughs> Fair Play was directed by Chloe DeMont, starring Phoebe Denover, yes. uh, Alden Ehrenreich, and Eddie Marsan.
1: Yeah, I changed uh, it because Emily Blunt movie came out. I I'm gonna really watch okay. Emily Blunt. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> um, Ryan Johnson loves Fair Play. This is the movie that Ryan Johnson is uh, championing hard for. And it okay. was good. It, it was it was well acted. It was well written. Um, I just felt it was kind of really predictable where it goes. Okay. Uh, the Alden Ehrenreich thinks he's up for a promotion. He works at the same firm as his girlfriend. And she gets it. She gets the promotion. And so now wow. he works under sounds her. Sounds predictable already. And it, it is. It's a very predictable story. He starts to resent her. Um, it does end with some... Fairly psychological, psychologically heavy violence at the end. I will say that uh, otherwise it, it's really just – it's a predictable kind of business relationship thriller that – uh, I don't know. I gave it four out of five because it's well wow. shot, well acted. It looks, it looks really good. I will say that. But now you
1: make me it, watch it is, for a play, which I haven't watched, and so maybe I should put it on.
0: And I will say, it does have sex scenes,
1: which oh, well, is something for sure.
0: which is something a lot of big studio films don't have anymore. A lot of big studio films are pretty sexless nowadays, and so it was interesting to see uh, sex scenes in a fairly. Big film. Okay. Well, the
1: film Doug was supposed to watch in a follow-up email, which I did change the same date. It was called Pain Hustlers. And I remember it has Emily Blunt and some other maiden lead that I should know Chris name. Evans. Chris Evans. See, I thought that was a better choice. I know who these people are. Well, knowing me, knowing nothing about it, I'm like, okay, well, something to do with drugs. It has to be. It's called Pain Hustlers. So I watched it, and I'm like, this just goes on too long. Like Emily Blunt starts off, she works as a stripper, and it's kind of weird. Like they do this shot; she's in the strip bar, and the other woman's doing all these moves. Emily Blunt's just standing there. I'm like, what's the point of this shot? To show me Emily Blunt cannot strip well? Like that's it. And then she goes off, and then she's trying to find a job, and she gets it. Finally, gets a job with the guys are trying to promote. You find out it's oh my god. Some addictive drug, when I hear the name, I'm like, that's it. It tells you the name of the drug at the end of the movie. It does not mention it at all through the movie. Is it the like name codeine of the drug.
0: or oxycotton, something like that? It's
1: one of those. Okay. Not Oxycontin, something along those lines. What well, it discusses it, you go through the whole movie, how they're trying to get the drug out there, and they're trying to get, since you find out eventually in the end, they just give out kickbacks mm-hmm. to the doctors, which is fine. Catherine O'Hara and whoever plays the boss is phenomenal. Great. Absolutely fun. But everybody else, I'm kind of like, this is dull. It goes on. Chris Evans is boring. I'm shocked he's boring. So is Emily Blunt. <laughs> I'm like, Emily Blunt, you're now convincing me you're a decent actor, but you're just not very good. You're always solid, but you never take apart and make it better. Jungle Cruise, didn't take apart, part, make it better. This, took apart, didn't make it better. I'm kind of like, eh. Chris Evans, okay. man, you're just Captain America. I got it. You can't do anything else. I've seen enough of your films now, and you really can't do anything again. You're there. You're getting a paycheck. Do something. No, not getting better. Like, give me Ryan Gosling in this role. I'm sure he'll destroy it.
0: Chris Evans was good in Knives Out. That's a non-Captain. I, that's a
1: America well-written role. script. <laughs> so we get to the end of the film, and it's fine. Like, they finally bust the main guy. And you find out, I'm, I'm like at the end, of like and then it gives you the whole. <laughs> excuse me, what's going on? And I'm kind of like, was this really worth an hour forty-five of my time? I probably. think not. So, probably a premium, two and a half. Okay. So that was the movie you're supposed to watch. My mistake. Okay. I should follow up with you better next time. Yes,
0: that was my fault. Uh, I'll hide my head under a fedora in shame. Uh, so our next film is Fedora, directed by Billy Wilder, starring William Holden, Martha, Martha Keller, Hildegard Neff, Michael York, Henry Fonda and Jose Ferrar.
1: Yes, Jose Farrar. Do you,
0: do you want to My start? My turn this to start? I will like, start.
1: Yes. Okay. I, I had, no, again, no idea what I was getting into. I like the setting of this a lot. I like where it was set. They must have really shot in Italy. At least it looked like it to me. It was Italy. Mm -hmm. I thought it was good. Um, I think Fedora comes out much better than I thought it would for a late Billy Wilder film. I thought this might be awful. But no, I I really started to like it. And I like the mystery. The mystery was interesting me more and more and more as it went along. And it got to the point I'm like, I need more. Like, explain this to me. Like I'm at the point now I need to know. And that's when I find the film gets really interesting when they start explaining everything near the end. Okay. I thought it was phenomenal. I love the countess. I thought she was phenomenal. I thought Fedora was solid. William Holden could do no wrong in my world. See, yes. there's a guy that could show Chris Evans what he needs to do in a shit crappy movie, make it better was William Holden, it was just wonderful in this film. Mm-hmm. I even liked the hotel guy. I thought he was good. Oh, I have a friend. I have a brother. <laughs> I always thought it was good. I I, I got to say I enjoyed Fedora much more than I thought I would. Yeah. I like the set design. I like the ending. I'm not going to ruin it for people because you need to see this film. I like it. It could have been – I thought the weakest role was the doctor. Yes. I, I thought he was a little eh, a little bumbly for what he was. But everything else I enjoyed. I did like the reveal. I thought it was phenomenal. And I I mean, William Wilder can shoot a film and write a script. Evidently, I'm still enjoying his work with one to go.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I I agree with you. I, it was definitely something I wasn't expecting. Well, you seen this uh,
1: before, you said.
0: Yes, yeah. Uh, I saw it after I saw Front Page. Yeah, it's the front page is just front. See, I, I did not care for front page. I, I, I like the original, page. uh, his girl Friday. I like that much better, which I've seen too. Um, but yeah, this one, it kind of felt like Wilder was heading back into, uh, Sunset Boulevard territory a little bit. Um, which but he is. did, mm-hmm. he's 100% but, going to Sunset Boulevard. But it did feel more like a 40s or 50s film than, say, a 70s movie. I think this movie came out – I think it came out the same year or maybe a year or two after Taxi Driver to compare it to a a Scorsese movie that came out similar to – like, Taxi Driver is a grim, gritty film. This one, it it felt more like big Hollywood melodrama. Yeah, I
1: can give you that.
0: And – yeah, I, I, I will say I liked it much better than I thought I would. And it. I think I gave it a two and a half or three out of five for this one. i will not... probably
1: give it a strong three. Okay. Because I love the ending. I got to say the ending and the buildup is nice. It's I don't think it wastes any time. Okay. I really think everything is well. And William Holden is just pleasure to enjoy.
0: Well, yeah, I mean – but then again, I go back to uh, Holden's other works with uh, Wilder, like uh, Stalag 17, Sunset Boulevard. All good. Sabrina. He's great in so all of those.
1: So that's what I mean. So that's what you need sometimes is a good actor to make your script better. Pain yes. hustlers. <laughs> so, no, I think uh, this, I mean, like I said, what I wanted I costuming, I thought was really good. I think everybody looked the part.
0: For I, I think this is probably the best of the late career Billy Wilder films.
1: Well, there's only one more left to watch for me. Okay. And I already have my next guy. I next I thought about it, so I know where we're going next. But I will tell you, okay. you'll find out when you get that list. All right. Which won't be until next year. <laughs> All
0: right. Well, I guess our next stop will be Wonderland, uh, directed yeah. by Brad Anderson, starring Hope Davis, Alan Gelfant, Gelfant, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, for some reason, and Cara Buano.
1: Let's back up. Philip Seymour Hoffman, short two scenes, I think two or three scenes in the whole film, are the best. (laughs) Two or three scenes in this whole film. (laughs) So the reason I picked this film, because you know me, I'm always looking for something I haven't seen. Mm Mm-hmm. And I can't. I was reading an article on. Oh, I remember. I because I look on the internet. Films you should see that people have never watched. I'm like finding fine. Screw it. I'm finding one of I? Let's put it on the list. I know nothing about it. I've never heard of it. Now I know why. Nobody wants to find this movie. Nobody needs to find this movie. It is a lackluster attempted romantic film.
0: I. I don't like romantic comedies at all. So I, know best you, but of I times. wouldn't call this a comedy. I think it tries to. It has it has oh. parts like the incredibly inept scene of the security guard stalking the aquarium with his gun out. Oh that was God. an attempt at comedy that fell so flat.
1: Well, I didn't understand why those all those guys were trying to date her. Hope Davis? Yes. Was there a point to that?
0: To 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 do another scene where she gets this close to meeting Alan and when when he answers the phone instead of his yes. brother.
1: I just filmed this lacks interest. Like it just keeps going and really has no direction. Like, we sit with Moody Hope Davis all the time, and I'm like, oh, God, I remember Hope Davis. I do really like a Hope Davis. But this film does nothing. No heavy lifting, no nothing. Just sort of watch. I'm like, okay. This would have been something I would have rented with my wife, and we would have watched. And I think she would have said, well, that was bad. And I would have felt the same way. Like, the film's based on, and they don't even get together at the end. They just kind of go off on their own merry way. No,
0: they take a walk together
1: kind of, but they don't really do anything, you know? Like nothing really convinces me this relationship's going to last.
0: No, I I'm sure there are people who love this movie and I'm happy for them. I did not like this movie at all. I I, agree I, with ga- you. I gave it a 1 out of 5. It 100%, it's so friggin' boring. And yeah, it commits the biggest sin of a rom com not being funny. It tries to be at times. I, I think it's so in love with its clever con- concept that they're always this close to meeting or or the the drink spills on the newspaper and her picture comes through and he could have seen her earlier and it's just bad I I did not like it at all.
1: I'm sorry. I'm trying to find different <laughs> films for us that we haven't heard of to watch. And I'm just like, sure. this is doing nothing. I agree with you. I, like, with, as soon as I saw the train, everyone shows the train, This is Wonderland's The Next Stop. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of a Backstreet Boy movie. I can't remember. There's a Backstreet <laughs> Boy movie where the guy's on the train and he wants to meet a woman. And that's what the whole movie's about him trying to meet the girl on the train. And I'm like, is that what that movie based on? This is Wonderland? Like, it really felt like the same film at times. Not, once you see the Backstreet Boy film, it's got nothing to do with this at all. But as soon as I started off, I'm like, really? The Backstreet Boy movie? That's exactly what I thought of it. (laughs) Or it might have been Ed's sake. I can't remember what the name of the movie even was. It was terrible either. It doesn't matter. Either way, it was absolutely awful. Okay. So now I just want to go back. I love Hope Davis. Okay. I think she's a step above Emily Blood. Since I'm harping on Emily Blood, I'm going back to that. <laughs> Give me Hope Davis. At least she can I think she does a good solid job here. Okay. I thought the male lead was stiff. He wasn't funny. He didn't do yeah. anything. I mean, who cares about him stealing fish from the aquarium?
0: I thought everybody was stiff in this way. I, I just. Even I,
1: Hope Davis? I thought her mom was kind good. Of, I thought, uh, I thought, thought Hoffman was fantastic.
0: Oh, he was greeting. He he just came on to scream. It seemed like his character's only direction was, you know, whatever your dialogue is, just yell it as loud as you can.
1: But I like that because he's an activist and he's passionate. I think it totally saw this. I love the videotape when he gives her a videotape and he took the VCR. I thought that was a good joke. It's my VCR. I don't know. I got to find something here to support this being made. But there's that's not fine. much other than like I'm a Hoffman completist, so I was fine with him seeing this. He's in it. I have to watch it.
0: I like some of Brad Anderson's other movies. I love Session Nine. I think that's brilliant. I like I liked uh the one he did with uh Christian Bale, the Machinist. I I like those that's two. That's an movies. amazing film. This was not one of Brad Anderson's good movies. Is that the director? Yes. He directed The Machinist? Yes. Wow. Totally different.
1: Machinist is amazing. Yes. Mm -hmm. This is not.
0: (laughs) Not at all. Uh, But now we will get on to uh, Blood and Black Lace, directed by Mario Bava, starring Cameron Mitchell, Claude Dantes, Ariana Guarini, and Eva Bartok. Um, Full disclosure. I fell asleep while watching this movie. I missed the last Ouch. half hour. Oh, uh, I did go back and watch it though. Cause I did like what you I liked this at all. No, I did. I liked, I, I actually did. Yeah. I, I thought, I thought the colors were really, <laughs> I thought the colors popped in this movie, especially at the beginning when they're at the, uh, at the club. I, I thought the colors were brilliant. Uh, I thought the atmosphere was palpable, uh, like the foggy streets as they're yeah, walking down. Uh, and I love the look of the killer in this movie. I thought that would be a really cheap way for Warner Brothers to do a question. Uh The DC character just put yes. a, just put a blank mask on a guy. I don't know. I liked it. I, I thought some of the, some of the killings were actually interesting. Like, the yep. Spiked glove and stuff. I really enjoyed this. I, I thought for what it was, uh, I thought it was really good. I, I, this might be my favorite Mario Baba movie.
1: Okay, The Secret is my first Mario Baba film. I have not seen okay. another one, so I walked into this cold. But I'm like, I like the title again. It was on the list of films <laughs> you've never seen and should. So I put it on. I'm like, ah, oh, crap, it's got subtitles. <laughs> Okay, I guess I'll watch some of that. I got into this. Oh, my God. I literally could not stop watching this. I thought these Italian women were those beautiful things I had never seen in ages. I thought the dialogue worked all the time for me. I did figure out the twist early. Absolutely figured it out super early. Not who it was. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. But I knew there were two. Easily, I'm like, there's two. It's two the I'm weird that way. I watched another film recently, and I picked on there was too early. I'm like, because I guess because I'm outside all the time, and I know how long it gets to point A to point B. Okay. Because I work outside, and I'm like, there's no way. There has to be two. It's They're too fast. They're not Mm -hmm. all Jason, right? Jason doesn't move quickly, but he always catches up. So is Michael Myers. But he's never in a hurry. Mm -hmm. So – I love the scenes of this. I love, I agree with you, the set design was nice. I thought the killer, I liked everything. My favorite part is when the trunk opens and that's when you're like, okay, I got it now. Mm-hmm. I thought that yeah. was neat, the trunk scene. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? That part confused me for a few minutes until they actually explained it. And then they all came about.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I will be, it, it did for, for the longest time, I thought the killer would turn out to be the cop.
1: The cop I, investigating had, I was going to say, I had no idea.
0: He he was my suspect for a long time in the movie.
1: What was up with the diary? I thought that was a weird segue.
0: Yeah, I, I think it just needed, they just need like a red herring or something.
1: Probably to get us off the trail.
0: Yeah, because it, it gets burnt up real quick.
1: Yeah, we don't really get to learn a lot about the diary. Nowadays, we learn a lot more about that diary.
0: Yes, we we'd have all it, this would be a TV miniseries and we'd have a yes. whole episode about the Diary. Oh, about the diary, yeah. that, that ends with it burned. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah I thought the film was phenomenal. If this is Mario Bava's I don't know if it's one of his better films or weaker films, I'm it. I will watch more Mario Bava because of this.
0: This I, I like this. I also really like Black Sunday. I thought Black Sunday Which was I've a never
1: good one. seen. It's been on my list forever.
0: That's one a of the good films one. That so. that that's not like this. That's a supernatural uh, witch film. I love Black Sunday.
1: Well, you know me. One day I'll will just put it on the list to make you happy, Doug.
0: All right. Well, now now we'll go on to a uh, Godzilla versus Space Godzilla. Wow. uh Directed by Kensho Yamashita. Who cares?
1: You could have directed this with Owen, and it would have been better.
0: <laughs> I honestly, I thought I had seen this one before. I had not. I, I was getting it confused with uh, Godzilla versus Destroya, which I think is next. Yeah, I, I I got those confused in my head. Um, I gotta say, I I kind of like that this was kind of a direct sequel to uh, Godzilla versus Biolante, uh, which is one of the weirder Godzilla which films. I like. I do like,
1: I like Biolante a lot. It's got the fairies in it. Is Did that the it? fairies in Bailante? Does Rodan show up? I don't know. Whatever the I fairies show I don't think up so.
0: Like. I, uh, that's Mothra.
1: Okay. okay, Mothra I love. Yeah. Anytime Mothra shows up, I know I get my cool fairies.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the story about the Yakuza was maybe a step too far in this movie. I, I, I just kind of want to see monsters fighting each other. But uh, the monster effects were good. The suits were awesome. Suits
1: look good. Yeah. I think my favorite scene is when the guy doesn't like what he's gonna do and they take the guy out. I'm like, what are you doing? Why we take don't we need all the guys in this to run this? <laughs> oh, no, we're just gonna take him out. Oh. Uh okay. Um, I just thought it was dull. Until the action starts, I get bored. Mm-hmm. Like, I hate all these people. They are boring. They just talk and talk. Like, let's go. Let's get some action going here. Give me Godzuki for a change. I miss him from last film. No, I don't. I I never need to see Godzuki. No. I I think this is another – there's no story here is really what my issue is. It's another Godzilla franchise film that, I mean, I don't even think I knew it came out. I'm looking at these going, I don't think I missed all these. Do they even get releases over here? Maybe a VOD release.
0: Yeah, I think they probably just come straight – like, I saw all these on, like, VHS.
1: That's what I'm thinking. They just got a VHS release and Mm – Maybe my store didn't carry them or I just never noticed them.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know.
1: It's I just find that the scripts are non existent. They're literally just finding stupid ways to have Godzilla
0: fight mm. somebody. Yeah, I, I find movies like this kind of even hard to rate. Like I don't know what yeah. I would give it. Like uh Blood and Black Lace I gave a three point five out of five. I thought it I was give it really a 4. good. This
1: this is a one. It's a terrible film. You could even give it a zero, and I'd be like, "That's fine." Yeah. There's nothing here to hold this film up. It's awful.
0: But it has cool Godzilla
1: stuff. It, it does. So we give it a one. Yeah. Listen, maybe. we're almost. Well, I think we only have what five Godzilla films left. Maybe five. But we got minus maybe. one, so we're we're prepping down to minus one. But that will probably be on before we finish.
0: Yes. All right. So I guess we're at our last movie. This was the Doug's choice. And I oh, yes. picked I picked The Eyes of Laura Mars.
1: Oh, because by, of the writing, whoever was written by you were all excited. Yes. Carpenter.
0: Yes, because John Carpenter wrote the script. Uh, directed by Irvin Kirshner, starring Faye Dunaway, Tommy Lee Jones, Brad Dorff, and Rene Auerbaijan. I always pronounce his name wrong.
1: Now, had you seen this before?
0: Yes, I saw okay. it last year for the first time. Ah crap. So I was close.
1: I should have put it on earlier. Yes. But uh I, and this came off that same list of films you've never seen. This is where all oh, really? the films came from. Yes, that's where okay. I pulled it from uh, Well, there were no new releases. I had nothing to work
0: with. You would agree with me. There was nothing out there. That's fair. That is fair. Um I kinda thought this movie kinda Silly, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, I, I don't think it played very fair with the mystery. I don't think you could really figure out who the killer was. Um, unless you're just going by the biggest name in the cast, who's not the final girl. Um, although once the killer is revealed, the actor does give an incredibly unhinged performance in the apartment where he and Faye Dunaway are where where I guess where he's attacking Faye Dunaway. Uh, But yeah, the one thing I love about this is John Carpenter's attitude towards it. His attitude about stuff is always, as long as you pay me, you could do whatever you want. So apparent, apparently, apparently, they use very little of his actual script in this. Oh. It got a it got a major rewrite and he's like, I don't care. They paid me. I'm my name is in the credits. That's fine. Really? I love his attitude like that, yes.
1: Okay. I think I like this film better than you. Wow. I really okay. enjoyed the seventies The I love seventies New York. Sorry, it's one of my favorite places <laughs> to shoot. I love Faye Dunaway. Faye Dunaway again could do no wrong for me. I like the idea. I like the concept. I, I liked everything about it. I even liked the end. I thought was good. Okay. I, I have no complaints. I, you know what? It took me 20 I go. Is that Tommy Lee Jones? That looks like Tommy Lee Jones. doesn't sound like Tommy. Oh, wait, that is Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> Renee Elgeau, I loved. I like this film. I think it's a good film. Is it a great film? No, I think it's very well shot. I think they work their weird premise in perfectly well. I like yeah, the, the shooting. I, was, I love the photography. Uh, when they're doing the photography setups, I thought they were great.
0: Okay. It was the premise that I just couldn't get my head around. Oh, like totally agree with you. See, seeing through the killers, I, like, I just wasn't – that didn't work for me. Uh, but I will say I loved uh, Faye Dunaway's like, Entourage. Yeah. I, I loved all the people in her entourage like the Renee, uh our Bajanis, uh Brad Dorf was in Brad there. Brad Dorf
1: is wonderful again. Now, Brad Dorf's a guy yeah. that never gets enough credit for his acting.
0: Yes. I, He's I will agree always with Always good. Though.
1: Everybody goes, Oh, it's Chucky, Chuck. He was good in one flew over the cuckoo's desk. He's good in this. Yeah. I give Brad Dorf full credit. The thumbs up, buddy. You did a great job. Yeah. And you're right, Renee Elgeron did a good job. Tommy Lee Jones. I think this movie is just solidly
0: acted. Yes. I think it's the script that has the biggest problems. And yes, that's what I was little, most excited for. It's
1: a little rough at times, but I'm like, okay, I can, I can accept that. I'm like, but I got overall I'm passing this. I'd give it a six.
0: And okay. I really I, did like it. I gave it oh, like a, a 2.5.
1: So we're very close. Yeah. I, I think this film should be seen. Of the ones, I mean, the Barba film to me would be the one to see. If I had yes. to choose out of the three, it's his Wonderland needs to go. Yeah. That was awful, but it's had home Davis. So I had to see it because I hadn't seen <laughs> it in a while. So I apologize. Are we done? Is that it? That is it. Ah, but I did buy something. Okay. I did. I finally found them. And I also have some other review. I have a stack more, but they're in my car. Cause I just bought them recently, but okay. this is what I bought the dollar tree in the summer. What'd you get? Well, so I got Underdog. Because I actually want to watch a boxing movie. So I'm hoping this okay. is an actual. And this is the quality. Nightshade. Look at this. Dina Meyer, Lou Ferrigno Jr. And Jason Patrick.
0: Wow. Quality. Okay.
1: Look at that. This is going to be a Thespian release this weekend for me.
0: Well, here, I'll, and I'll I
1: love and The Corrupted. Sam Cafflin, who I love. And Timothy okay. Spall, so I have to watch. So that's what I bought. But I did buy 10 more. But that will be on the next show.
0: All right. Well, I, I I got a real quick. I got the uh, 4K Oppenheimer.
1: That so came out. I never saw it. I must have it missed it. Just came out this week. <laughs> I've been so busy. So, that's why I haven't seen it.
0: So yes, I I got that. So turkey and atomic bombs tomorrow. tomorrow?
1: Yeah. So you we got a couple of seconds here. If we have to go, last question. Now, when you put on Oppenheimer, is the whole family watching Oppenheimer or just Doug and his wife? Or just Doug?
0: It might just be me. It, it might be me on my own. Okay. So okay. it's not like a
1: family commitment? No, no. Okay. So after everybody's eaten, Doug's done the turkey, I guess you do the fixing stew knowing you?
0: Uh, Yeah. My, my wife is in charge of the uh, mashed potatoes because if I mess those up, I'm in trouble.
1: I know how that feels. So we're out of here, people. Please check out our interview show. We have way too many. I can't even keep up anymore. But please rate and review us on iTunes and rate and review us on YouTube. That's all I ask. Please, please, please send us a review because I know you're listening. Thank you, Doug. If they make it, we'll watch it.